It's episode 12 of Hens in the Morning. Welcome to episode 12 of Hens in the M. As ever, I must state the following disclaimer that's included in every podcast introduction. This is not a guide on double H. If you seek advice on hen husbandry, then do look elsewhere. If, however, you want to listen to a hencast, then you've come to the right place, because Hens in the Morning is the home of the hencast. If you've never heard a hencast before, then you absolutely must download and listen to the previous 11 podcasts. One for the completists, here's this episode's Hencast. The Hencast. The Hencast. Hencast. The Hencast. Hello, listener. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another Hencast. Thank you for downloading and listening. The date is Thursday, the 18th of July, 2019. And I am in the orchard, as you'd expect. Or maybe you'd expect that I'm already in the hen garden. Maybe. Either way, the hen garden is still a part of the orchard. So uh, if I'm not in the orchard, I'm always just entering the orchard at the beginning of a hen cast. It's, uh, we just had a downpour. Real heavy... Uh, heavy downpour for the past sort of half an hour um, too wet to hencast I thought about it I thought the listeners are are due a a rainy hencast but um, yeah, it was too much too much so uh, today it's it's not raining but it's very wet on the ground and so we'll see how that plays out in today's hencast We'll see how the the hens react to the recent downpour. Uh, I'm slowly approaching uh, the hen garden and I can tell you that Carol, Pam and Gloria are outside uh, just slowly walking to the edge to greet me. 
good morning girls, which means Leslie must be in the hen bedroom. Um, what's the time? 10.23, so... Okay, make a note of that. Leslie is laying an egg at 10.23. Uh, I'm just going to turn the electric fence off so I can make my way into the hen garden. Just uh, climbing over the fence now and I'm into the hen garden and Leslie has just run out of the bedroom, run out of the dining room and has come to greet me because I've got the treats that they all want. So I'm just chucking some treats on the ground. Um, all four hens are just pecking the ground where the treats land. So I'm just going to walk away for a second, let them have some of that, but they'll still follow me. Um, even though there's loads down there, they'll still follow me. In fact, I'm just going to scatter some treats onto the roof of the hen dining room. Um, a bit later on, I expect they'll be jumping on there. And uh, Some in the uh, in my dining room and just all over treats all over that keep them happy for the rest of the day anyway hello hello and welcome to another hencast um episode 12 episode 12 the big one two as it uh, it's been referred to um the big one two Potential, potential milestone, I'll leave you to decide. Um, obviously, I was listing milestones the other day, and 12 wasn't one, but who knows, the big one too. Um, I'll let you decide. Uh, or the future can decide whether the 12th episode can be seen as a milestone. Um... So it's only been a week since the last one. Um, I can't promise it's going to be a weekly thing. I think, I think, two weeks is pl- two. Once every two weeks is plenty. But uh, um, we'll we'll just see what happens. I I I don't know. I'm in the hen garden and I am looking at a fully grown adult peacock who is about two metres outside the hen garden. You'll remember I mentioned that uh, in last week's outro that uh, that the peacocks had in fact all been released and they, the three of them that were released are still around. Um, hello, that's one right there. Calling for some treats, I think. Well, well, well. Still quite timid. He, run, he runs away as soon as I come near, near him. But uh, there you go. Um, yeah, they're out and about. Uh, the reaction that the hens gave to their release um, was pretty chilled. It seems to affect them too much. Uh, the peacocks haven't yet been seen in the hen garden, but um, that's not because they're not interested. They have sort of been walking around the hen garden, haven't quite figured out that they can fly over the fence if they wish to, because these 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 peacocks and peahens can fly. Um, you can hear Gloria right now. 
and that's Pam. Carol's about two meters away, pecking, pecking the ground. Um, so, what to report? Um, mentioned about snakes last week. Um, I've seen a snake since uh, in a sort of gravel courtyard style area um, they are around um, I haven't seen them for a couple of days which I have to say I am relieved about I don't think I'm I'm scared of snakes but um, they do make me a bit tense in fact I did dream about and about snakes um, this week uh, but I think I'm over that. Um, just got to be wary, uh, wary of the snakes. And in in relation to snakes in art, um, I did a did a bit more research. And so this this format, the Hencast, uh, isn't the first art to use snakes as symbolism um, so yeah I touched on that last week I've actually noticed that peacocks in art also have um, have history of of being used to represent something or another so the snakes represent evil a lot of the time Whereas peacocks often represent love or a, a perhaps a celestial presence. Um, and in fact, in art, it has been used in conjunction with a snake. Um, you get the snake and you get the peacock. The snake representing perhaps death or the underworld. Peacock representing Maybe the opposite. Life, love, the heavens. Um, so, I wouldn't, I mean, I, obviously I haven't copied art from the past, but I would say this is just another addition to that line of art where you use snakes and you use peacocks to represent something. Uh, in relation to the hen cast, can you apply that representation? Don't know. Can you say that the snakes in the hen cast represent evil? I don't know. I certainly, I mean, I don't think there are any harm or any danger to the hens, and there's no danger to me. Um, you know, I'm very logical. Excuse you, in um, in trying to. Trying to get what snakes mean. Good lord, I can hear a plane. Whoa. Jeez. What the hell is going on? Some big fighter plane have just, just whizzed past. I'm sure you can hear, you can probably still hear it. What a disruption to the peace. 
goodness me. Peacocks, obviously, didn't like that. Don't know if you could hear peacock. Um, I sort of lost my trail of thought there, but uh, it's probably for the best. Carol, Gloria are outside the hen bedroom and the hen dining room. The other two are in the hen dining room, just pecking around the food that I scattered earlier, and Gloria is having a drink. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. So, um... I wanted to return to the hen's chicken's life interval that, uh... Apart from last week's one-off, had become my regular sort of half-time break where I would do my rituals. Uh, my rituals, I've actually... I've half done them already and I actually need to do some more a bit later on, so I'm not going to take today's uh, Hen's Chicken's Life intermission to do the rituals. Um, I'm just going to... I'm just going to have um, have a moment of Hen's Chicken's Life. Um, I know a lot of you... For a lot of you, it's the, the best part of the, the hen cast. Um, it's not for me to dispute Um, but instead this time listener I'm going to do a hen's chickens live Uh, I'm going to play out the tune to the hen garden and I'm going to I'm going to see how the hens react to the tune itself because they haven't heard it Uh, of course they know about it and they've heard me sing it but they've never actually heard the, uh, the produced version so um so shortly you'll hear a bit of bit of that hen's chickens live They were very curious when that first started playing. Carol stuck around, um, as did Pam, but the other two just uh, went back into the hen dining room. So, yeah, they're they're sort of excited by that. 
Um, I can hear... I can hear uh, sirens, and that is disturbing the peace. You don't normally hear sirens all the way out in the hen garden. Um, we are we are some distance away from any main road, but those sirens make a hell of a racket. Um, not much more for me to report in today's cast, but there was something I would like to to say. Um, a week or so ago, uh, an old friend reached out to me and uh, messaged me. Um, person I hadn't spoken to for a long time. Uh, how long's a long time? Well, how long's a piece of string? It's uh, it was it's been a while. Um, and he said just a message saying just to hope you're well can't actually remember the, the exact message but uh, really just want to let you know that I really appreciate the art that you're doing uh, and it touched me you know I mean it touched me it was nice to hear from someone who I hadn't heard from for a while and it's nice to hear that he's a fan of the art um and you know it got me thinking uh, it's very easy to to lose touch with loved ones with friends which is especially strange where today you can get in contact with pretty much anyone pretty much innocently um and you know, I just thought, I thought, listener, if if you've got a friend or a loved one who you haven't spoken to for a while, and you're thinking of them, and you want them to know that, you know, you want them to know that, yeah, we're still friends. It's, we're still we're still cool. Um, then my advice to you, listener, would be to get yourself a podcast. Because, honestly, without this, I wouldn't have led to uh, that message. Um, so I've got to thank the podcast, really. And, um, yeah, so it's a great way of reaching out to people who you haven't spoken to for a long time. Um, or, you know, just send them a message. But, uh, but you've got to get yourself a podcast these days. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think we're done here for today's hencast. Um, yeah, so probably one for the completest this episode. Uh, the hencast purists, probably not one of the greatest hits. If uh, they were to ever be arranged in a, a greatest hits type compilation, um, obviously you you take one hit out of you take one you want to you know have a great album. It doesn't work on its own sometimes, um, and that's sort of the same thing with 
with hencasts, they don't really stand up on their own. I'd say, I'd say they're sort of, you have to consume the whole lot. And when I say, when I describe you, listener, as a consumer, I don't, I don't like the word because it, it has a sort of corporate sound to it. Um, obviously, I mean it in terms of you're consuming the art. Uh, obviously, there's no money to be exchanged. Yeah, that's not why I do this. Uh, art, you can't really put a price on art. We may have discussed, discussed that in a previous Hencast. Um, I'm sure we will return to that subject of art one day. Um, so I think I'll stop calling you consumers and just keep you as the listeners. Although you are consuming this. Right. I can just tell you that Gloria is making a dust bath under one of the trees. Carol is about two feet away from her, walking around. Pam is about two feet away from her, walking around. And then under the other tree, about four metres away, is Leslie. And, okay, there's a wasp's nest. I'll just walk away from that. Um, Righto. See you on the other side, listener. Goodbye. The hen cast. The hen cast. Hen cast. The hen cast. The hen cast. The hen cast. Hen cast. The hen cast. So there you have it, listener. Another Hencast for you to mull over. Do tune in to the next Hencast to hear all the latest developments regarding the hens and all the wildlife in the hen garden and beyond. We're on social media, at Hens in the Morn on Twitter, at Hens in the Morn on the gram. Tune of the day is Hey Ma by Bonnie Vare. Hens in the Morning will be back again someday. So make sure you're tuned in. Hands in the morning.